After 32 months, Restaurant Leadership Conference is returning to Arizona this December 6th through 9th. RLC has always been the home for senior restaurant execs to collaborate and discuss current challenges and solutions. Be a part of this exclusive group and register today at restaurantleadership.com. Yet another chain is plotting unionization. Is the new COVID variant scaring off casual dining investors? And no, Subway is not getting sold. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Jonathan Mays, RB's Editor-in-Chief. Add Tudor's Biscuit World to the list of restaurant chains facing a homegrown unionization effort. Employees of a single unit in the chain's home state of West Virginia have already petitioned federal regulators to schedule a vote on becoming part of the United Food and Commercial Workers Union. The group alleges that they've been underpaid, overworked, and disrespected by tutors. The chain did not respond to requests for comment. The organizing push comes as employees of three Starbucks units in Buffalo, New York, vote on forming a union there. Stock investors are shying away from casual dining. At least that's based on trading on Monday. Investors hit shares of dine-in restaurants in the wake of news that a variant of COVID-19 called Omicron is spreading rapidly in numerous countries. Investors looked more favorably upon quick service and fast casual stocks, apparently believing they would fare well with the virus continuing to spread. Subway is not for sale. The company reiterated that comment this week as speculation of a potential sale ramped up following the death of co-founder Peter Buck. But RB's Jonathan Mays, oh hey, that's me, says that such a sale is no slam dunk either way. Though Subway's lack of debt and its 100% franchise business model make the company potentially attractive, its likely high price tag and the perception that it needs to close stores make the company difficult to value. And there are relatively few potential buyers anyway. Their Facebook page says, At Boston Market in Rancho Cucamonga, dinner is always ready. But that apparently was not the case on Thanksgiving, as some of the fast casuals locations dealt with staffing shortages that have plagued the industry this year. Boston Market said it had, quote, isolated instances of being extremely short-staffed last week and that it was working to address those shortages. Meanwhile, customers who had ordered Thanksgiving dinners from at least one of those units walked away empty-handed. They should have come to my house. I had plenty of turkey. Labor and supply chain issues have caused jack-in-the-box sales. The burger chain said that its same-store sales were 3% lower than they should have been because of labor issues and 1% lower because of supply chain disruptions. The San Diego-based burger chain is turning to technology to fix the problem. That includes mobile portals for applications to speed the hiring process and new equipment such as self-cleaning shake machines to ease labor inside of its restaurants. Now that Thanksgiving at Jonathan's house has come and gone, restaurants are enticing customers with seasonal cocktails, indulgent milkshakes, and Mexican specialties. But chain menus are also offering up plenty of pizza, some pies topped with plant-based ingredients, and others with global chicken preps. Beef is also in the spotlight, both in burgers and in steak sandwiches. And expect to see peppermint taking over holiday menus as Arby identifies it as the trending flavor of the week. And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jonathan Mays. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day. 
Don't forget, Restaurant Leadership Conference goes to Arizona this December 6th through 9th. Claim your spot now at restaurantleadership.com. Space is filling up quickly.